Greetings and salutations. Uh, I'm Chris Golian, and today, uh, a little bit of a different podcast. You've heard me talk to different employees from the city about who they are and what they do. You hear me and Carl with what's going on with events in and around the city of Brunswick, but this one is specific to the city of Brunswick and is really important, and there's a lot of different facets to it. And so we're going to kind of break those down and try to get the best practices and the easiest ways to have a stress-free income tax filing. And I'm joined by none other than tax clerk Andy Belter. Andy, it's a pleasure to be sitting down with you. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Believe it or not, I, I don't have all the income tax knowledge that I probably need. So okay. I'm going to be learning along with the audience uh, throughout this process. Okay, very good. So we'll start things off simply, um, at least simply to me is, all right, income tax, is it's not too far away. So, all right, when and where do we file this year's uh, income taxes? Okay, so the City of Brunswick income tax return is due by 18 April 2023. And that is the time you want to file by to avoid any late filing penalties. If you should owe money, you'd also want to pay by the 18th of April to avoid any late payment or interest penalties. The ways to file, actually there are, there are about five different ways to file. Uh, the first way, and this is, uh, what is it probably one of the easier ways, is to e-file. And uh, it's an electronic filing. You do it um, based on our website. You go to brunswick.oh.us. And then once you get to that, that's the main page for Brunswick City. You go to where it says Departments and find where it says Income Tax and get to the Income Tax Department page. And then from there, almost all your options are there. The first option, of course, is the e-file. There's a box, and it says to electronically file your taxes, uh, click here. And that will bring up the Brunswick e-file page. And uh, it's, it's straightforward. You do have to have your documents ready, though, so make sure that you have your W-2s. And if you have any schedules from your federal income tax return, say a Schedule C, Schedule F, Schedule E's, you'd want to have those as well. And then it's pretty much menu-driven. It's, it's not hard to do. And then when you're all done, you finalize it, and it gets sent to us electronically. The second way to file, also on the website, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see where it says forms and you'd go to the year 2022 click on that and then there's a spot for individuals and it'll be a, there's two types of forms there's a fill-in form and then there's a uh, manual tax return okay so the fill-in form is actually a pdf so what you do is you open it the first time and then you have to save it say to uh, your hard drive um, save it in the desktop save it in a file somewhere where you know where it is and then you go back into it using a pdf editor and it actually will do some calculations for you. So you would fill it out using that PDF editor, save it, print it out, uh, attach any supporting documentation, and you could mail that to us. You can put it in the Dropbox in front of City Hall, or you can come in and hand it in in person between 8.30 a.m. and 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. The other form, if you don't want to do the fill-in or the e-file, there is the manual form. You would need a printer because it's going to be just a three-page form. You print it out. There are also tax instructions there, too, so you can print those out if you need them, or you can refer to them on, online. And then you'd fill that form out, sign it, date it, of course, attach your supporting documents, and once again, submit it to the tax office. If you don't want to do the e-file and, and the forms aren't, aren't doing it for you, we do offer uh, in-person appointments where all you need to do is bring your documents. It's important that you have your documents with you, uh, a copy of your federal income tax return if you have it, and your W-2s, 
And you bring that up to the tax office between 8.30 a.m. and 5 p.m. You don't need an appointment right now. It's a first-come, first-served basis. Uh, although I have to warn you, as we get closer to the 18th, the, it, it will get more crowded, so you might be in more waiting times. But right now, it's pretty much as soon as you come in, we can take care of you. And we can get you filed that way. If you don't can't come in in person, we do offer virtual tax assistance, which, one again, once again, is on our website. You go to the right-hand side. There's a place that talks about uh, video conferencing or video tax service. And we use Meet. It used to be Google Meet, but now it's just Meet. And you have to have a smartphone with a camera and, you know, and, and contacts. And so then you, you have to have that application loaded on your phone. It's free. Uh, put it on the phone. It will ask for permissions to use your, oh, your contacts and to, and to use your camera. And you have to give them that, those permissions. Then you'll see on the website that there's blocks with the day. You click on the date. It'll show you the times available. You book your appointment. And then we'll call you at the date and time, and you just need to have, be able to show us your documents at that time. And we'll do it in a video conference. That's that's your fourth way. And then, of course, if you can't do any of those things, there's always the professional. You can always go to a tax service, have them have them uh, complete the forms for you, and then you just need to get them to us. And I'm, that's, uh, Chris, that's the ways to file. In summation, okay. just those, those five ways. And so whatever your preference is, you guys offer that service, whether you're a bit busy and you can't come in or whether you you know already are working with somebody else whether you'd prefer to just come to city hall and work in person it doesn't matter any which way that somebody would you know would like to do this and it's something that they need to do uh, you guys offer that service and uh, again just to echo and, and speaking and with there's people. no charge either so we'll do it. yeah that's that's the best the, the best part of it is you know completely free but i know in in speaking with various people within the tax department or the finance department, whatever it is, get it done. Oh, it's yeah. a big thing to be in early. Like you said, right now you could walk right in and, and be out in 10, 15 minutes at the most. Whereas if you wait, then you're going to have to you know, hope that there's an appointment time. And, you know, you might be the third or fourth person in that line that's waiting, you know, as you guys are, yeah, are, exactly, are helping Chris, someone. Exactly. Yeah. There'll be a sign up sheet and sometimes it can be, 20, 30 people all waiting. <laughs> so, right. You know, we get them as fast as we can, but it, it still does back up as, as it gets too crowded. Right. So, yeah, if, if you can avoid that, definitely by all means do that. So, Andy, we'll, we'll move into, you know, like I said, through these this series of episodes, we're trying to, you know, help people be more prepared and give them this information, you know, in an easily digestible way. And so obviously what part of what comes with that is, you know, some frequently asked questions, the, the problems that people seem to okay. recurrently have. So I've, I'll, I'll let you expand on this, but I've heard a lot of different things about the PIN for the e-file. So what, what do people need to know, and, and how has that changed this year? Okay, for this year, everybody, and I mean everybody, has to make a new PIN. Because your PIN from last year won't work, and if you haven't eat filed before, you won't have one. So you do have to create a new PIN. That's the most important thing. And when you're creating your PIN, we did add something new now. You can actually put in your email address, and then you'll be able to reset your PIN. Say you after you create your PIN and you forget it, you don't have to call us anymore and say, hey, I forgot my PIN. Can you reset it? You'll be able to do that yourself. But it's important that you put your email in there. And you won't be able to reset it until you actually create one. <laughs> so as part of the creation is you're going to go in there. You're going to put your, you're going to say you're an individual. You're going to put your social security number in the first box. In the second box where it's asking for the pin, you're going to go to the right of that box. Now it says don't have a pin. It's underlined. 
uh, bold text. You click on that, that'll bring up the pin dialog box, and then you'll have to make the pin, which has to be between four and 10 characters. You can't make it more than 10, it doesn't like it. You have to use at least one letter and one number, and it is case sensitive. So you'll enter that one time, you'll enter it again, and then the next two boxes will be for your email address. If you want to put an email address, you will have to enter it twice. If you don't want to put an email address, make sure both of those blocks are blank. And then when you'll come down and it'll ask for the numeric portion of your address. And it's important that you only put the street number. Like City Hall is 4095 Center Road, but I'm only going to enter 4095. So you only put the street address, not the name of the street. And then set my pin and it should work. And once you're in, that's, that's all there really is to uh, sending a pin. So we'll move to uh, another frequently asked question. I mean, in this one, a little bit more broad, you know, the pin very specific to the e-filing, mm-hmm. but who needs to file income taxes in the city of Brunswick? Okay, the city of Brunswick, the ordinance states that if you're 18 years or older at any time during a taxable year, you are required to file a return. It doesn't mean that you have to have income, but you do have to file a return. Because uh, if you didn't have any income, you still need to file because they're and file by the 18th for 2022 so you don't get late filing charges. And of course, if you move during the year and you're only in Brunswick for a couple months of the year, maybe the first three months of the year, or if you moved in Brunswick later in the year and you're only in Brunswick for six months, you would still need to file a partial re- uh, a return just for the partial time. You only owe taxes to Brunswick for the actual time that you lived in Brunswick. So if you have W-2s that are for a whole entire year, of course, you're going to partial that out and say, okay, I earned this in a year, so I'll divide that by 12, and I get my monthly amount. I was in Brunswick roughly three months, and that would be the wages you don't the 2% on. And so you ref- you reference in a few different instances about the documents that you need, and there specifically you said W-2s. So what, what type of documents should you have uh, in order to, you know, in the various different ways that you can file, what are those documents that you need to have? Okay, well, Personally, I always do my federal, my state, and then my city last. Uh, it's important on the city that, that you, if you all you have is W-2 income, you have no other sources of income, no 1099s, uh, uh, no K-1 accounts, no rental property, then you can just file your city at any time if you have your W-2s. You will need those, though. If you use various schedules on your federal return, you're going to want to do your federal first so that you can take the amounts from those schedules. Because and enter directly from those schedules, like the Schedule C. If you're self-employed and you get 1099 miscellaneous, when you file your Schedule C, you, you can take some deductions, and then we'll honor those deductions on the Schedule C. So that's why you'd want to do your federal first if, if you're that type of an employer employee. And you also mentioned a few different things with what is filing an extension, and how do you go about doing that, and, and what does that mean to you, uh, the person trying to file your income taxes? Okay, the, the extension, there, there are several types of extension. The, the one that's normally used is the federal extension. So you're going to file your federal and you put in for an extension, which is a, a if you put in an extension, it's till the 15th of October. It's a, it's a six-month extension, roughly. And that means that you don't have to actually file your return until, at least by the 15th of October. But you have to remember that an extension is only of time to file, not a time to pay. So if you should owe money, you're going to want to make sure that you have that money by the 18th on in, in there. And and if you don't know your exact amount that you're going to pay, because sometimes you, you pay more each year, you want to have at least 100% of what you paid the previous year. And that would that would preclude you from having additional interest and late, penal, late p- payment penalties. And, um, and what are some of those uh, penalties and why would 
Why would somebody have to pay a penalty? Well, the penalties come uh, straight from the state, and, and we follow what the state uh, mandates. And the uh, the late filing penalty is $25 a month uh, for a maximum of $150 or six months. So that can get pretty steep. The uh, late payment penalty is 15% of the amount due that wasn't paid. And then interest for this year, I want to say 0. 0.420. So it's a percentage of the amount unpaid. And it, it would be it, every month that interest will continue. The uh, late filing and the uh, late payment are one-time penalties. The interest continues every month until it's paid. Hopefully not in that situation, but if you are, it is good to know that oh, uh, yeah, certainly. Know, what, what exactly you know, you're getting yourself into with those types of penalties because obviously you don't want that hanging over uh, your if head. If you can avoid them, I would say avoid yeah. them at all costs. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. <laughs> So overall, Andy, just what are some of the best practices that you recommend to residents um, when filing income taxes? Okay, the important thing is, of course, set some time aside. It does take a few minutes. Uh, always have your documents ready, too. Uh, you don't want to be scratching or searching around for your documents, and especially if you're going to come to the tax office or do a virtual appointment. You're going to want to have your documents ready, and even if you're going to see a preparer, they're going to need documents, too. So I think the biggest thing is have all your documents. Make sure you have all your W-2s in. Um, make sure that if you have 1099s, you have those, uh, and, and you'd want to have, for the city, you'd want to have those. And even if you don't have hard copies, if you have them on your phone and you come into the tax office to file, we can give you an email at that time and you can email them to us. As long as you're able to email them to us, we can still do these taxes for you. It does take a couple minutes to get the email too, so you want to factor that in into your time that you're going to be there. Some people don't have printers, so they can't print them out. <laughs> they just keep them on their phone. Yeah, or even in a situation where I'm out of ink, but I want to get this done today. Oh, yeah. you know, I want to try to get out of, you know, ahead, of th ahead of things. And that'll wrap things up for us. So thanks again, Andy, for all of your help and all of your knowledge. You're helping me learn and, and hopefully helping our residents learn as well. So they have a, a free and easy income tax filing. My pleasure, Chris. Thank you.